Wow, praise God. Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Daryl, and you're joining me today on uh, Walk in Faith and Not in Fear. I couldn't even get it out there. <laughs> well, again, I thank you for tuning in and listening while I do a little study or a little babble or wherever it goes or wherever it, wherever it ends up. I just appreciate you tuning in, and I ask you continue to do so and maybe, uh, maybe open, uh, I don't know, maybe you can talk to a couple friends or spread the word for me, help this to grow a little bit. It just gives me one more avenue to, to bring glory unto my God, and I just love the opportunity. So let me start with this real simple, a quick, short prayer. Dear Lord God, again, I come before you, and I ask, Lord God, that you take this time to use me as we talk for a few minutes, Lord God, maybe dabble in your word a little bit. Maybe you could help me to... I don't know, bring somebody clarity or somebody a little closer. I, I pray that you use me, and I pray that I'm always a vessel to be used unto you, Lord God, and I thank you for the wonderful works you've done, the wonderful works you're doing, and the wonderful works I know you're going to do in and through my life, and I give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, most of you know by now, I sit in my office at the church. I got a little, we got a little non-denominational, or it doesn't even matter, but I just have a little small outreach church here in Monroe, Michigan. I got even a smaller office, but uh, I kind of come in here and I, we set up a little podcast studio, if you would, where I can sit in here and just actually just look amongst the, the sanctuary and relax and reflect and spend a few minutes maybe in the Word or in prayer or just to get in here and shut the door and lock it and get away from people and give me a little moment of clarity and uh, thank God for that. I'm actually sitting here drinking a Crystal Light iced tea and eating a sugar-free cookie. Yeah, I'm diabetic, so uh, on this Sunday, one of the members brought in some treats for everybody, and he brought me some sugar-free cookies, knowing I couldn't eat the treats, so I thought it was sweet. So I was finishing up my cookie and having a sip of tea today, so I, what a blessed day, beautiful weather, thank God, thank God for all he's doing, I thank God for, I just thank God. I, I hope people are with me or at the point that ones that are listening to this can understand why I just simply say thank you, God, because... He does so much and gives so much, and so much we take for granted in life. And I just think we need to acknowledge him more than when we just need him because we're in dire straits, you know. So praise God. Thank you, Lord. You know, I uh, I come across the story a while back. I thought it was pretty funny, and, and that kind of led me to a verse of Scripture. But let me tell you this little story, you would. It's about a, a, a single mother with some disobedient boys, if you would, and uh she has these two sons. Uh, two sons. They're, they're young in age. Maybe ch- twins. I, I don't remember. But they were close in age. Well, anyway, these two boys were driving her nuts. Going crazy. Always fighting. Mischief. Nonstop. Would not stop. Just driving her right out of wits and like driving her to the end, okay? So she got this idea. She goes, well, let me. I'm going I'm to call my pastor. Talk to the pastor and see if maybe he could be the voice of reasoning. Maybe help these kids understand, these boys, to get them closer instead of apart. I don't know, whatever. But well, anyway, she called him and said, yeah, bring him on in. So she dropped him off at the church. And well, anyway, the pastor sat him down. He met with the older boy first. He called him into the office, if you would. And well, the pastor, he just he, he just kind of looked at the young man. He asked, he said, where's God? Boy, not knowing what to say, he, he just sat quietly. And the pastor, he, he, he repeated it this time. Again to the man, the young boy, but with a little more of a direct, stern voice, and he asked him again. He says, "Where's God?" Still, he didn't know what to say. He just sat there. Well, now the pastor he repeated this question to the young man. Uh, now it's more of a direct, stern, in-your-face kind of ask. You know, ask. He says, "Hey, where is God?" 
Well, the young boy jumped up out of his chair, ran out the room, grabbed his little brother, and raced out to church. And he's dragging his little brother Billy along, saying, or Bobby, Bobby, uh, he says, they, they, they've lost God, and they're trying to pin it on us. <laughs> I guess I said that because, well, it was funny for me, but I guess I said that because the moral of the story is here is many souls have misplaced God in their lives. Uh, I guess the question is how and why. Uh, the words that summarize the lives of most of us and most of Americans these days is uh, two words, hurry and worry. See, we have no hunger for God. I mean, not because he is unsavory, if you would, but because we keep ourselves filled with so many other things, whether it be uh, uh, money, materials, pleasures. Okay, so we have to understand, though, that, that, that these will never, ever give us a complete fulfillment of happiness. You know, they're not real. They just don't last, if you will. See, there's only one thing that lasts, and that's your soul. See, my friends, if we don't work on that, we don't pay attention to that, then all the money in the world is not going to help us. Seeking God, finding God, and discovering God is the experience, probably the greatest adventure, the greatest experience we'll ever, we'll ever face or go through. Amen? Now, the verse I said I was going to use today, it made me think of it, is Isaiah, actually, verse chapter 55, verse 6, and it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Ooh, think about that. Our empowerment only comes from us actively seeking God. There is nothing more important than to seek him, to call upon him, and to draw close to him, well, in trust and in love. So what does these words mean, to seek and call upon? You know, it's, it's not referring to the you know, religious formalism, if you would, or to seek religious notions, opinions, or attain any religious philosophy either, okay? It's not even a call to seek morality, to find a good, moral, decent, understanding life. No, it's not a call to seek some kind of self-help religion or to achieve some kind of uh, inner feeling. Friends, it's, it's a call to seek God himself. It's a relationship, direct dealing with the Almighty God himself, our creator. God addresses us in his word. It's to seek my face, call upon my name, come to me. So now, now the urgency is we need to overcome the sin of complacency, the sin of self-sufficiency. We are to overcome the sin of hiding from service, spiritual indifferences, spiritual apathy. See, a good spiritual question we should ask ourselves daily is, where do I want to go today? Hmm. Deciding what you want to do also decides the direction you want to go. Think about it. See, we determine how much God we use, uh, or how, uh, let me say it this way. We determine how much God will use us by how much we seek him and what direction we follow. You understand what I'm saying here? See, I prayfully hope you're using this downtime, if you would, sitting here listening to this. I, I, I hope this resonates on you and, and you're seeking God or, or start having a desire to seek God. I ask you, are you, are you uh, spiritually malnourished? It's easier to hide than to face life. You know, you, you see life and everything around us is all filled with doom and gloom everywhere you look. Instead of any kind of real enthusiasm, have you lost your joy or you lost your strength? Do you feel defeated? Is prayer more like a chore? Reading your Bible only an activity? Let me tell you, friends, if it is, it's time to seek God. 
Are you seeking God? Are you answering his call? Are you willing to improve, support, and actively make changes in your lives? I ask you this, are you moved by God's spirit to make a difference? These are all questions we should be pondering in our daily walk and daily life. See, see, maybe you're in a place where you, where you make excuses and then you hide behind them instead of uh, facing our responsibilities. Maybe you've forgotten who you are or why you exist. Maybe you have little or no compassion left for anyone. Whew, friends, I hope not. But if it is, well, again, it's time to seek God. We've got drinks here. Now, I believe it was, oh, wait a minute, probably going to get hit for this one. I believe it was Henry Ward Beecher who said, The strength and the happiness of a man consist in finding out the way in which God is going and going, and going in that way too. <coughs> Jeremiah, I think it's 29, verses 12, 13, says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Wow, will you? See, key is to seek God with all your heart. Wow. We as believers, as followers, we've become complacent. We've become lax. We need to desire him, uh, love him, worship him, search his word, be in prayer. See, friends, God is calling us to a, a maturity, uh, to a growth, to advance his kingdom work, to, to save souls, to display righteousness, to demonstrate holiness into a, a dying, lost, and corrupt world. My question to you is, are you? Hmm. See, the more we seek God, the more we become like God. The more we seek God, the more we are empowered and strengthened by God. The more we seek God, the more possibilities exist. The more we seek God, the more souls will be saved. Friends, listen, listen. It's time. It's time to seek God. Wow, praise God. You know, I, I, I didn't really sit down and put together any real study today on this. I just, that, that verse caught me and come to mind. And uh, I, well, that story popped in my head from somewhere. And it, that brought the verse to mind. But I just wonder, I just truly wonder how many of us are actually, actually, well, seeking God. Uh, like I said, I talked just now about how uh, when we seek God, it empowers us and strengthens us. And it creates possibilities. And in doing this, well, naturally our lives better represent who God is. And in doing that, the more souls that will be saved. Because when people see we're living, how, how, how can I say this? If we're just talking the talk and not walking the walk, uh, that's why Christians have got such a bad name now or such a uh, <coughs> poor review, if you would, because so many of us pro profess Christianity and, but still live in the world as the world. See, we all know we've got to live in the world. But we're called to be separated. We're called to live in the world, but not of the world. But most of us still like a little taste of the world, and we live in the world as the world, but yet we profess Christianity. I don't even like using the word anymore saying I'm a Christian because Christian is so widespread and has such a, a broad meaning in people's eyes and thoughts and theologies. To me, I want to be known as a, as a believer and follower of Jesus Christ. That means somebody that truly, truly believes 
follows, lives, and does the best I can to exonerate, lift up, and edify my God. And uh, nowadays, Christianity has become a word of such broad spectrum. It can mean anything from where I've seen a picture of God on the wall, I wear a necklace around my neck, or I was baptized as a baby. I mean, it, it, it could be anything, and, and people cry out and say, Oh, I'm Christian! But I'll be honest with you, I know a big, big, big part of people that say that, and I know a large part of them that you would never even know it if they didn't say, I'm Christian, they were Christian by the way they live, walk, talk, breathe. And that's not what we're called to do. We're called to amplify. We're called to recreate. We're called to live like and live as Christ would live. We're called to be separated from, I, I don't ever want to say better than, but separated from the world. And uh, that, that's on us, my friends. That's on us. You and I, we, we have to make that choice. We have to make that call. We decide who, what, where, why, and when, and follow. God give us everything we need in his blessed holy word. He gives us guidance. He gives us direction. He gives us anything and everything we need. But we have to actually step out in faith. We have to actually fulfill the prophecies of the word of God, if you would. We have to live we have to talk, and we have to be what God has called us to be. And if we don't, well, that's on us. Again, like I said, you know, uh, I could go on and on and on and just keep beating people up, but I, I just don't want to do that today. I just want to keep this short and sweet, but just remember, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is, in the, uh, is near. That's Isaiah 55, verse 6. And, uh, Hmm. Well, don't let God be misplaced in your life, my friends. Stand firm, stand tall, stand tall. Commit into a relationship with our Lord God. Amen. I am going to stop right now, right there. I just wanted to take a minute and talk because I like to do one of these weekly. Uh, again, I thank each and every one of you for tuning in and listening. And I pray I can be a uh, inspiration or... or, or, or enlightenment to someone and I pray that each and every one of you will take a few minutes and heed what I say it's not me it's the Lord don't live as I live live as you should live with with Christ because I'm not perfect either but uh set an example be an example be the light to the dark world give God all the glory and I promise you it'll be well worth it in the end amen amen so I'm gonna stop right here right now and I'm gonna say hey uh bye for now <laughs>